there you are moving down the center line with a sense of purpose and as you begin to ask your horse to hold to the X, you just know that things are suddenly not going to go exactly as you wanted. And instead of standing there looking nice and graceful and elegant, your horse is rather resembling a disorientated octopus. There's legs everywhere. He's got a little bit crooked and you give the judge a very embarrassed smile, a quick salute and off you proceed on your dressage test. If this sounds familiar, this week's Daily Strides podcast is just for you. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where every single week we take a different topic to do it, horse riding. This week we're talking about halt and we break it down into bite-sized chunks for you to then use when you're on your horse the next time to try and either make things better or maybe fix a problem, whatever it is we're talking about. We have this, this is the Monday lesson and there's another four to go with this and I'm gonna let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all this week's lessons and not only all this week, all past lessons as well. But I want to also invite you to pop over to fitforriding.com because Strides for Success is actually bringing out a new podcast in July called Fit for Riding, Fit for Life. We're so excited about it. It is basically wellness, self-care, fitness, health, all those good things for equestrians and I would love you to be a part of it. So if you are interested in finding out more, you can pop on over to fitforriding.com and you can let me know and I will send you all the information. So back to today and back to our halt. Now, when we talk about halting, obviously halting means stopping. And as a riding instructor, uh, it's something that I always have to remind myself when I have um, new people in the arena. So if it's a, a new rider, um, I'll say, okay, I'm prepared to halt. And they'll look at me and they'll say, sorry, come again. And I have to say, uh, stop, stop the horse, you know, come to a complete halt. And um, yeah, I think halting, we can do it lots of different ways, but there's a big difference between a correct halt and an incorrect halt. And I used the example at the very start of this podcast um, for dressage, but in fact, halting is really, really important. And being able to have a balanced and correct halt is really important regardless of what you want to do. I want you just to think about when you're riding your horse without maybe schooling and without practicing for anything and without competing, you're just riding. Generally, when you halt your horse, it's to do something. It's to make some sort of an adjustment. I'm not talking about now getting on and getting off. I'm talking about actually when you halt during the ride or throughout the ride, it's to make an adjustment or to change something. And it is very, very difficult to actually do that correctly if your horse is not halted in a balanced and a calm manner, okay? And what do I mean by a balanced halt? Well, you want that he has a leg in each corner. And all that simply means is that if you can imagine a rectangular box, his forelegs would be in the corners of that rectangular box, okay? But what you'll often find when people ask for a halt is that the horse, it's almost like he was walking along and somebody hit pause, okay? Now, I often explain this in the arena. I use my own two feet as an example to my riders. And what I'll do is I'll walk along and then I will stop kind of mid-stride, okay? So I don't have a foot in the air, if that's what you're thinking. No, no, my two feet are on the ground and the same principle applies to your horse. You'll find he will have all four feet on the ground, but they will look like he is 
just about like we literally just hit the pause button and if we again hit play or unpause he would then begin to move into that walk or whatever he was doing to begin with and I would do the same so in my terms it looks like uh, my maybe left leg is forward and my right leg is back okay in your horse it's also going to look very similar he's going to have some of his legs forward some of his legs back he is not definitely not going to resemble anything like a rectangular box okay um, if you if you think of those the rectangle and those four corners now what often leads to this is and in my experience is that riders first of all don't prepare their horse for the halt and just like all transitions you know transition means a change and going into halt is a change you're changing what your horse is doing okay if you're walking trotting cantering and you come back to halt it's definitely a change so it is a transition and you have to prepare transitions and not only to make sure we have a smooth change or a smooth transition itself the quality of the transition will often very much dictate the next gate. In this case, the gate is the halt. We're not going to be moving, okay? So it's not a true gate. But um, you, the quality of your halt will be dictated by the transition that precedes it, okay? So it's really, really important that you put a lot of effort into that transition. So a lack of preparation is the big one. Now, the second thing that often happens is that riders depend too much on one aid okay now the one that comes to mind I bet you when I said that is the reins okay and it's tempting it is to uh, sit there and when you ask your horse to stop you just kind of hold handbrake up that's it into halt thank you very much you'll find if you do this that a few things happen first of all you definitely don't get that graceful and elegant look that we spoke about I'm going to chat more about that just now okay it kind of looks more like a strung out camel, okay, if your horse does come to a halt. And secondly, your horse will very, very rarely halt squarely, okay. And when your horse halts square, just like if I was to halt square when I'm demonstrating on my own two feet in the arena, what I will do, I will walk along and then I will stop. So let's say I'm going to stop with my left foot and my right foot will come up and close my halt, okay. All that means is that my feet are side by side. If you can imagine a soldier who's standing to attention, the same thing, okay? Now, your horse, when he completes the halt or closes the halt, his front legs will be side by side to make the, the two corners of the top of the box and his back legs, his back hooves will also be side by side to make the back two corners of the box, okay? So you've got your four corners of your box and that is your square and balanced halt. And if you think of it more so, a lot of the times when we don't ask for a square halt, so let's say you might have already thought to yourself, oh, you know, I only do trail riding. I don't really need a square halt. There's a greater chance that if you halt your horse incorrectly, okay, so if he's standing and he's kind of all stretched out, he's mid-stride, it's like somebody hit the pause button in his walk um, and he's standing there very awkwardly, the chances of him staying there are, well, basically nil, okay? He is going to have to adjust position to rebalance himself, okay? Whereas when he's in a square halt, he will probably stand there quite happily and not fidget we're going to be talking about that later in the week as well 
but he will probably be standing there quite happily and there's less of a chance of him beginning to want to move to rebalance himself okay so we spoke about the squareness and the halt being the feet being side by side now the other factor that really really can make a difference between our halt being square or being well a little bit less than perfect is the straightness of the halt okay so a lot of the time we think of straightness as being something that's kind of way beyond us it's far up the training scale there okay but it's not straightness is really important and when you're practicing to ask your horse to halt correctly him halting straight is very much a part of him being square okay in fact getting him straight is actually the first part of the equation or the first key and then you can lead on to then asking him to become square and all I'm talking about with the straightness is that his body doesn't become crooked or he doesn't sidestep one way or the other, okay? So you want him to hold on the line, you're riding the line, must be a straight line. He does not kind of veer or drift off that line in any shape, way or form. His back remains completely on the line from the pole or from the ears right the way to the tail. He stays on that line that you have planned out in your head. He stays there, he holds square, he's got a foot in each corner of that imaginary box underneath you and he holds it, okay? Okay, now, the big challenge with a lot of riders is how do we know if he is indeed square? And you can, with the front legs, you can have a little glance. Now, I said a glance, and I think a glance is really important because if you find yourself having to look down, what generally happens is you will kind of duck down when you want to look down and it tends to off balance things a little bit okay and your horse might begin to shuffle a bit just to try and kind of rebalance and get to that happy place again okay so really really important that you just glance with your eyes but what you'll see is you'll see that the shoulders will be level and it's very easy to see once you start to look for it if one shoulder is maybe slightly more forward than the other shoulder now the back legs take a little bit more time so to be able to know what is happening with the back legs you need to really begin to feel what is happening happening underneath you okay and you will indeed feel with the back legs if maybe one is it'll feel like your one seat bone or your one your one hip has dipped down slightly or one is lifting up slightly they should be equal okay so really important I find that if you begin to shuffle around in the saddle to have a little look-see because remember when we're trying to see the back hooves we really do have to I suppose, lean a little bit out off to have a look there. Um, And what you'll often find is that your horse will then again try and compensate for that and move again. And maybe it was indeed a square halt initially and now you've lost it because you need to have a look. So how do you get around that problem? Well, you, you learn what is happening. And I also find that if you have somebody just calling it out to you, what I do in the arena with my riders here is we just call out and they'll soon begin to kind of almost committed to memory I suppose okay so if the back leg if the left back leg is out behind this is how that feels if the right back leg is left behind this is how that feels okay so we've spoken about our straightness we've spoken about the squareness and now we need to work on how to get into the squareness now a lot of people will begin working to ask for a square halt on the ground and you can do it through groundwork with your horse okay so if you want to start that way you can again it's a combination of a lot of aids you're not going to just haul on the the rope in your hand or whatever you have in your hand to ask your horse because that's going to end up being a very tense and a very stiff halt okay so 
you're saying, well, what aids can I use if I'm on the ground? Well, you can use your voice, you can use your body language, and then you can back it up with using a little bit of pressure with your hand as well, okay? But you're looking for that square hold. And you always want to begin by, again, the straightness and getting the front hooves squared, okay? Once the front hooves are squared, you can then begin to tidy up the back hooves. Now, a big mistake a lot of people make is that the horse maybe has taken a step forward with, let's say, the right front hoof, and they will try and pull the right front hoof back to get it in line with the left front hoof. You want to rather move your horse forward to square the halt, okay? And I find when you're working with younger horses or with horses that are really only learning this, this is the first time it's kind of been introduced in their education, you're better off rather walking on a few steps again and asking again. So how do we ask? Well, when you're asking for a half halt or a downward transition, you're going to use your body and your your seat to, I suppose, communicate that downward transition to your horse. And it is similar with the halt, except this time, instead of it being a half halt, you're actually going to follow through with that and ask him to come down. Now, what's important and what's so similar to the half halt is that the same principle applies with your legs. So if you're thinking about a half halt, you want to all the time make sure that your horse is still moving forward. And strange enough as it sounds, when you're asking for the halt, your horse has to actually move forward into the halt, okay? So I know the halt itself, your horse is standing still, but he has to close that door. He has to step up and stop. He has to go and close it up behind him, close the back of the box to have that lovely square halt, okay? So if you just use your hands or just use your seat, what will often happen is your horse will either stop mid-step, if you do, if that's with you, kind of your seat and your hands, if you were just, just use your hands, you'll find a lot of the time that the horse will actually begin to lean against you and you get that long extended camel look that we talked about earlier, okay? So that is when that happens. It's when the hands, you kind of haul, your horse kind of grits against you, pulls against you. You're giving him something to pull against. He decides to take you up on the offer and pull back against you so you don't get that nice halt at all. It's, it's a very much a holistic approach when you're asking for the halt. It has to be all parts moving together to ask for that correct halt, okay? Really, really important. Now, if you've got then that your horse is halting square in front, so let's say you're in the saddle, you're asking your horse to halt square. He is indeed doing it. Asking him then to tidy up the hind legs is taking things one step further. So very often, as I said, you'll feel that maybe the left hind leg has been left behind. And what you can do is just bring in your left leg just back a little bit and asking him just very gently a little kind of a tap it's more of kind of a if you can imagine somebody nudging you on the shoulder and saying excuse me can you just move over there a little bit that is what you're asking okay you're just asking him excuse me can we just lift that leg and bring it up to square things up here a little bit thank you very much okay but it comes back to being able to know what's happening underneath you to begin with, to know when to ask for that, okay? As I mentioned, sometimes it is better to walk on again or to move on and obviously put in some trots there in between as well before you would then circle back to ask for another halt. And I say circle back, I don't mean you have to do a circle before the halt, I just mean that you're going to come back around and revisit this movement, so to ask for the nice halt. Now, the big part that people tend to miss out is that you have to be consistent throughout your training, okay? So it's no good when you're in the arena, and I see this all the time, you're in the arena, you ask for this wonderful square halt, your horse obliges, he gives you this fantastic halt, and then you ride him out of the arena, and I know we're on a little bit of a relaxy now, and things, you know, we're kind of winding down, the cool down. And then as soon as we get back to the stables or to the yard, to the barn, you end up just throwing all that 
good training and good exercise and good work out the window by hauling on your reins to ask for the halt and not actually asking again for that required square halt that you're asking for. So it's really, really important you're consistent all the way through. It's very easy for your horse to get confused and think, okay, does she want me to halt square? Am I allowed to halt with kind of legs, somebody just hitting pause on my walk? Um, what's going on? So it's really important that you lead the way and that you are consistent throughout in what you're asking. Okay, as I mentioned this week, we are going through the halt step-by-step. Step. Can you believe we're going to spend a whole week on halt? But I think the halt is a really, really important movement to be able to ride. But not only that, it also really gets us down to the nitty gritty of what is happening underneath us. And that's actually what we're going to be focusing on tomorrow is what is happening and also not only that we're going to be looking at using some other movements in the arena to begin to kind of i suppose get our responsiveness level of our horse more in tune with what we're asking for so as when we ask for the halt it just happens a lot better if you'd like to join us this week we're going to be working on this um, you are more than welcome to pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join we would absolutely love to have you and uh, as I mentioned you not only get this week's lessons but you also get all the other past lessons in there as well have an absolutely super one keep well and I'll chat to you soon bye